0: Well, and especially with your new gig, too. Talk about an ultimate team building thing, right? Like,
1: yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. you
0: all can get competitive mm-hmm. together and you're all kind of racing on the same playing field. Now, I know you'll they have to already
1: told the me I wasn't allowed to race. That's, and that's I've ridiculous. Bought but the I'll cars you, yet.
0: I'll tell you what, you buy the cars <laughs> and then you yeah. pull them off to the side one by one and say, Hey, you want me to shave like four yeah. times off your lap time? Like, come on, like, yeah, we're, we're, we, man, we've we're
1: already we're, ruled that you can't. I mean, they got to be box stock. and, and that's kind of like that's fair. A, Spec racing is fun as long as all the cars get put in cages during the week. Spec racing is not fun um, at a competitive level.
0: Welcome to RC Underground Radio. Yes, I realize I look like an idiot with this mustache, and I'm okay with it. Ultimate Podcast that covers everything RC.
2: You don't need to cut anything either. You can just call this the Raw Uncut episode. We can leave it at that. The Raw.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Are you drinking dollar store soda again? Quit spending your money on RC
2: stuff. You can buy some (laughs) green brand soda.
0: RC Underground Radio is your backstage pass to the RC industry. With insiders that are shaping the future of the hobby. The, the future, future of, of the hobby.
2: When, when we bring this guest down, I guarantee people are going to go, are you kidding me? He wrote a song. I did, I did. We're going to have to end this. On that. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. And and we're going to have, have to edit this.
0: So... Here are your hosts, Dave
1: Brinkman and Ryan Ratslaw. You know, a lot of the big car guys, um, you know, I was doing media day and, um, you know, my fellow cup guys were, were interested about it because they follow yeah. me. So, um, you know, Alex Bowman was right across the street and I went over and I'm good buddies with him and, um, him and Chase Briscoe and I sat at media day and we talked about RC cars and, <laughs> and about it. And like, man, that looks fun. You know, like how do I get into it and whatnot? Or, um, William Byron, um, you know, he won four or five, six races last year. He races RC cars. Um, you know, he, he used to really do it. Max used to take care of his stuff and, and, um, he's interested in it and, you know, a lot of them guys congratulated me. And, and so, you know, I I feel like I want to do something to, um, you know, get those guys and their social media teams into it just to help boost it. Um, just by a little bit, Mm -hmm. just because I can, I, you know, I don't know if that's having a NASCAR night at my racetrack where, um, you know, we do a a nonprofit charity race, um, where, you know, the, you know, you put Kyle Busch and the other 10 cup drivers out there and, you know, do a race for five or $10,000 to their charity. You know, I, I don't know what I want it to be. I don't know if, you know, I take 10 RC car, you know, one RC cars or something and put it in the motorhome lot. We have races or something. So, yeah. you know, I want to try to use my platform to, to promote the industry and make it better. And, and, uh, I just hope, you know, people see that I'm, I'm not really in, in it to do anything other than to help everyone. So,
0: you know, RC is kind of that outlet it yeah. it just allows you to just have fun you know hang with the boys uh even some of the girls and just just have a good old time and and but yet still be be competitive and it, it's it's a lot of fun and i just wish people would understand the hobby a little bit more you know because there's so many people that you know enjoy racing or you know heck, it could even be drag racing i mean we had uh Uh, who was the guy from street outlaws? I don't watch any of that stuff, but, uh,
1: yeah, I I have no idea. I can't remember
0: his name, but there was a guy that, that came over, he was watching, he was at the big show. He came over, um, from street outlaws, but anyway, you know, there's so many people, it's just like, all you got to do is squeeze this trigger and turn left, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a lot more to it. Oh yeah, uh,
0: there is, there is, but you know, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the
1: day, I mean, I I do feel like it's, it's a hobby, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we're just out there. I mean, it's what we do in our free time, and and it's what I do in my free time. And, and, you know, people always ask me, well, what do you do when you're not, you know, there Saturday or Sunday? I'm like, well, I'm a racer. I race, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, what do you race? I'm like, I race RC cars. And they're like, an RC car? I'm like, I'm telling you, I got shocks and springs and gears and diffs and tires and tire prep. Uh, That's a lot of work. But I I literally, like, it's my escape. It's and I can I can't sit. I don't know if you figured that out from me, but I just can't mm-hmm. sit and and hang out and chill. Like I am on on the move all the time, um, and it drives again my wife crazy because I, you know she just wants to sit and relax, and I'm just like bouncing off the walls. So for for me, if I can sit there Monday through Friday and keep my brain active and and just be doing something that isn't sitting and staring at a TV screen, like. Yeah. It's my escape, so um, it was oh, awesome. You've got go a lot of there. stress
0: with your with your with your full time gig, right? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of pressure and so on and so forth that goes there. I've always found that you know wrenching on my cars has been like a bit of stress relief for me. Yeah, you know, to just kind of, you, it's like a zen moment. You know what I, I mean?
1: I enjoy wrenching more than I enjoy racing the car, the, the RC car. I I truly enjoy wrenching on the RC car more than. I enjoy dri- driving. I mean, obviously driving laps is like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, you can change setups and do stuff like that. But I mean, like, what I, if I'm sitting there practicing, wrenching on the car would be making a setup change. And did it apply? Did that setup a change apply? You know, I'm already, you know, it's the racer in me is thinking like, oh, my, you know, my street stock wasn't perfect. You know, I don't know. It, it, was it wasn't, good. you know, how much, how much more, you know, it, if I would have had that track. For eight hours cool. by myself, yeah. thinking about how much better all of our cars would have been. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like you rushed in your time. And imagine if I would have raced a buggy street stock before that weekend. You know, and <laughs> and that's what Drake Drake came over and he's like, "You really never raced a buggy street stock?" I'm like, "Well, look at RC Garage nah, <laughs> now, now yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> look at RC. You know, no, I've, I've never, never raced ran this. Yeah. They're not big around here. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh it's." slash stuff around here i feel like a lot of those classes are kind of western classes that you're like wingless and stuff like yeah. that i mean we all we kind of have is mod sprint late model and slash stuff so yeah um even like sc mod is it's unfortunately on the downhill you know i hope i hope the midget stuff comes through and that's actually kind of been my biggest struggle with starting an rc racetrack is what classes do you run yeah. um because you're gonna make someone mad no matter what um uh, yeah. and that's part of having an rc track so i've um i you know i've scheduled uh with max to kind of sit down with him and, and i want to sit down with murph dog obviously the two big guys around here yep. and um you know just kind of go through classes obviously you want a quick show being on a weeknight um mm-hmm. but you want classes that'll be competitive so um yeah I haven't released all that quite yet um yeah
0: that's okay. But, you got to yeah. do your homework in it because you, you do. You got to make it right so that you have people wanting to return back to that track. I feel like sometimes there's there's tracks that just weigh so heavily on a lot of the I'll call them purpose built cars, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 that gets super pricey, ultra competitive, and for a guy that's getting into it, you know, running yeah. a slash or whatever, you know, they want to they want to. Yeah,
1: you you too. definitely want you know something tiered to the beginners, and you also want something tiered to them, and then also you kind of want to you know come. Combine or align your rules with um, the traveling series around here. So around here, it's grassroots um, racing series that they kind of go around. It's more high bite clay stuff, but mm-hmm. um, you still want to align your, you know, majority of your cars and, and stuff like that, and, and have a common tire so people aren't spinning and, and want to come and can hop over on a Tuesday or Wednesday and come race at your track. So um, you know, unfortunately. Or fortunately, I'm not sure. Owning a racetrack means you're not racing, so um, I might go into RC Chili Bowl next year with only 45 starts. Still, <laughs> yeah, right. <Come> on. <laughs>
0: There's no way you will definitely be after it. And
1: so someone's got. got I, I mean, I truly think. Like, I think I'm going to do it all. Um, I think I'm going to announce and the races, and I mean, I'm not you know, it's an RC track. You're not going to hire help. Um, you know, you give the tech guy, you know, free entries and, um, let him tech some classes. And then my wife runs the hobby shop, which will just be out of my merchandise trailer. And, um, I scream at people and, and things like that on the intercom, like Scotty does. And, uh, we're on our way. So
0: you got to do a live feed on that though. I think a lot of people, although, you know, it's, it's, (laughs) it's going to be, you know, I don't want to call them exclusive, but you know, It'd be cool. I think a lot of people would watch that, you know. Yeah, see you oh, I'm, I'm excited there. about yeah.
1: it. I feel like a lot of people are excited about it. I just, I, I just to like everything where we circle back to me doing 100, everything 110. percent I, I mean, I, it's gonna be pretty cool. So yeah. when we'll I, I haven't told a lot of people much about it, or I've really, I've kind of kept it really secret because I don't want to like post pictures of it. Um, yeah. I just want people to like show up with no expectations and be blown out of the water. Um, yeah, again, it's an RC track, but I have some tricks under my sleeve to really make it pop. And it's all about the Facebook, right? Like you really want people to look at your Facebook page and be like, wow, like that's a cool track. And I'm not talking about the actual track, everything else that goes around, you know, the podium pictures, you know, the things you really strive for is what is going to draw people to your track. So, um, I have some fun stuff that no one's doing that I can really think of that I think I'm going to apply and, and kind of make it, um, you know, make it my own. So. And,
2: and until you have an alien show up, we just had alien invasion. So you have an actual yeah. alien in, in victory lane. I'm telling you, no, well, I got to jump in here. I'm having such a great time. Just listening to you guys go. Uh, but I got to jump in really quick because being a promoter, what, what you're doing for the hobby is amazing. Like, I think you're Thank inspiring you. people, right? Sure, you're going to get people that are going to say, oh, he, he does all this stuff. He changes the car. Oh, we can't do that. This is just a hobby. Forget those people, right? It's the ones you're inspiring to say, you know what? I need to step up my game. What what Ryan and Jason have said on the show, let alone what they've said um, on their own, just talking about it, they're like, you know, Haley made us better. There's no doubt about it. He made us better. He made us think he tr- showed us a few things, but more importantly, he challenged us that we have to get better if we want to do that. We have mm-hmm. to take care of our cars better. And now I hear what you're talking about with the racetrack. And again, being a promoter who has a little track in my basement, in my house, mm-hmm. um, I think you're going to inspire a lot of track owners. Once they see, including myself, see what you're going to start to do at your track um, that, that on that side too, you're just going to elevate the sport and the, and the, Exposure you're putting on the hobby is uh, it's just awesome, and um, I just appreciate that you're doing all that.
1: Yeah, thank you. I mean, and there is some you know sponsors you know like Horizon Hobby sponsors uh, Michael McDowell in the Cup Series. They won Indy last Mm -hmm. year, so um, you know it's it's not like crazy to to see the Alliance or or anything like that. But um, yeah, I I do appreciate that. I mean, it's it's you know it started off with me buying a car on the hobby shop uptown and um you know buying i think about four tracks of slashes and we took them out to my farm and and um you know me and all my buddies were drinking some beers running into each other and then you know we (laughs) then you know how it progresses like you know how it always progresses is you you know put some tires out there race around the tires and then you know, you take the bodies off and you're like, well, what can we do? And then and then it yeah. turns into, well, we're going to build a track. So, I mean, I actually do have a track that I run um, races at or I did race um, in my backyard and um, just did some stuff with, like, my buddies um, with, like, little 116 slashes. Um, and so I I would buy, I uh, like, 20 116 slashes and, and I had, you know, 20 in my – my good friends or guys that worked in my car or, or something like that. And, um, they always stayed at my house. I would, uh, order a bunch of McAllister bodies and, um, I'd wrap them all. I'd have, um, Gary go fast. He would wrap every single car with that driver's name and number. And I was doing all of this, like myself, like these guys, um, just showed up. I put transponders, did the transponder system, did the full deal at my house. And, uh, you know, the guys had a blast and and those are just guys that, um, you know, I'm friends with and, and I, I just wanted something that, um, you know, I could do on my off time. So, um, that, that wasn't as competitive as, as what we do with the real RC stuff. So, you know, those, those small slashes stayed in my shed and, um, the guys would show up on Monday. They'd help set the track up and we'd race, um, do a little program and, and, uh, you know, have some beers and we'd have fun. Um, so I mean it's it's I've I've done a lot of it already. Um, you know I go in the into the, um, the cup shop this week and the guys are talking about it and um, the guy has a one RC uh, modified um, the big tire modified okay. sitting on his desk and I'm like you race that at Murphy's? He's like no I haven't gotten it. You know I I this is a brand new team I'm racing for so I I don't really know these people yet. And he's like no like I you know I I really haven't like you know it's almost kind of nervous right like you buy the car and you're you're, getting getting in the door to a new rc track i've struggled with so much especially with how shy and nervous i am because it's a whole new like group of people um that you don't know and they all know each other and i can't imagine what it'd be like walking to some guy's basement that's trying to promote a race <laughs> it's creepy i mean that's it's even creepy, worse man. so yeah. um
2: so, there was a there was a funny story where two guys that came aaron and uh dale and they pulled in the driveway and aaron said to dale you're going down the stairs first because if something <laughs> happens to you i'm running i'm just yeah. running yeah yeah
1: so uh yeah so the guy uh So, um, I, you know, he's my engineer actually turns out. Um, so, you know, I'm, I pick up his car off his desk. I'm looking at it. Right. Um, and I'm like, man, we got to like change this, change that, drill the shock caps out and do this. And he's like, you know, looking at me, like I got three eyes. And, um, so then, you know what, I'll just, you know, I'll just buy 10 or 20 one RC cars and we'll just race around the shop floor at lunch. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, i'm gonna text murphy and we're gonna order some one rc cars and we're gonna you know i think it'd be pretty cool to race one rc cars around the little track in the shop with the cup cars in the background so just introducing people to the sport i mean that's that's um it's so fun and so challenging um and that's what i've done you know buying all those slashes inviting all my buddies over and that's what i want to do in general so more people you can bring into it um is, is better
0: well, and especially with your new gig too, talk about an ultimate team building thing, right? Like,
1: Yeah, for sure. You, know, yeah. you
0: all can get competitive mm-hmm. together and you're all kind of racing on the same playing field. Now I know you'll they have- They to already
1: told big. me I wasn't allowed to race. That's, that's I ridiculous. I bought but the I'll cars tell, yet.
0: I'll tell you what, you buy the cars <laughs> and then you yeah. pull them off to the side one by one and say, hey, you want me to shave like four yeah. off your lap time? Like, come on. Like, yeah. We, 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 we've we, already
1: ruled that you can't, I mean, they got to be box stock. And, and that's kind of like- That's fair. Spec racing is fun as long as all the cars get put in cages during the week. Spec racing is not fun um, at a competitive level.
0: Folks, are you looking to gain a 10th on the racetrack or maybe get a few ladies like Taylor Swift in your pit stall? Well, I'm sorry to say that Carpies can't work miracles in those departments. But... Here's the good news. The folks at Carpey's can definitely help you become the ultimate toy car nerd just like me. How, you ask? Well, with their custom wraps and killer collection of official RC-branded merch. So while they can't promise to shave a tenth off your lap time, they can save you 10% on your next order with promo code RCU10 upon checkout at carpies.com. C-A-R-P-Y-S
2: dot com. Wrapping winners since 2013. Hey, Ryan, we got big news. Papa Willies has asked if they could be a part of the RC Underground Radio. It's good stuff. I uh, like the smell. Do you use it as a cologne? That's a question. I don't wear it, but uh, it gets on me. I've looked at some of their social media. They, 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 they like to have fun. It,
0: it, it's, it's good to promote his, his kindness as well. You know, he likes to have a lot of fun. You see it in all of his uh, promotions, and we're certainly going to uh, jump on that train. But, uh, you know, when you're buying his product, know you're buying from a good guy who really supports this hobby and, you know, supports our mission. And that, that's to grow it and, and support uh, racers and racetracks throughout the country. For sure. So stay tuned, everybody. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, Jason, Jason did text me, and he said, "Ask Justin why he locked Paul Peterson in the bathroom at their Airbnb." It was the other way. I, it was the
1: other Paul way. Paul locked wow. me. Yeah.
0: yeah. What would you think? All right, so I got to get back on Paul. So, what did you think about Paul Peterson's tight jeans that one day? Did he? Did you did, did you not see those tight jeans he had? On? I did not. They those, Bubba, those Were they skinny were skin jeans? Tight. They were skinny jeans. They were tight. He had he had the really? best. What day hat. was this? I can't remember. Maybe it was like Tuesday or something. They all run the best... together. Yeah, they do. But yeah. he had the best looking ass in chili bowl. I was, I uh, I let yeah, him I know don't... about it too.
2: Well, know you know guys. he's all about aerodynamics. So yeah, he know, was going for. He, he was wearing them tight, and uh, yeah. yeah. I know, I,
1: I know. mean I I don't think you know that I wasn't focused on anything, especially <laughs> yeah. anything other than what I was doing, especially regarding yeah. uh, Mister Sharks.
2: Mr. Jeans. Shark's junk and his tight so, jeans. He had his uh, shark skins on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt.
1: Yeah. No doubt. The people who just walked around all day having fun like you are the people that noticed that.
0: Yeah, well, I sucked all week, so it was like not a big deal. Actually, I, 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 my B-Mod got moving, um, but j- just lack of talent. I mean, I I got that car tightened up, working. I had tons of speed. I just, you know.
1: You know what's crazy is I had a 5.0 in my car. Uh, yeah, same here murphy five zero, and i was getting pulled down the straightways all week i mean yeah. so slow and i kept gearing up and gearing up i, I think i went up six or seven teeth and really? i was still cold and i was like whoa i wanted to ask
0: because
1: it was a murph dog motor he built it for me yeah um because i didn't know what to run mm-hmm. and um and i wanted to ask him know what to do because i don't know anything about the escs um i mean a little bit and i but i know enough to get myself in trouble um i was gonna ask him and and um actually i think tyler hook um he won mod mod sprint or whatever they call it um he actually came over and kind of walked me through it and put some boost or timing or he said i had it all messed up (laughs) so like i said i know just enough to get myself in trouble
0: well, that, but see, that's a, that's interesting that you say that though, because yeah, you were getting pulled a little bit on the straightaway, but yeah, I mean, throughout the week, you know, guys caught up in the B mob, but you're still right there, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that's um, the interesting part about Chili Bowl is, is you think, you think that you're good and then they all catch up. Mm-hmm. Like, so you seed and wherever you seed you're like, oh man, I like. I'm fine. You know, it's yeah. not even close. Then they all catch up by the end of the week. You're like, you are like, so you can't let your guard down. It's really, right. really tough.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 it's every run that you've got. You've got to try and advance and, and gain those points. Um, because, and that was true, you know. I mean, when you made it in um, to your mains, you were racing against guys that you'd never raced before. So now you're dealing with all the, the you know, uh, those different talent levels and whatnot. I mean, the street stock, watching that race, man. I was Jason and I were standing next to each other. And I was like, dude, look at how smooth he is. So it was interesting. Now, you were focused on your car. I'm not sure you're looking ahead, whatever. But Drake was putting that yeah. car in there sideways, <laughs> yeah. just plowing I mean, through the corners.
1: Impressive. I mean, yeah? it's impressive. You know what's impressive about Drake? I mean, the guy's so fast. Okay, yeah. so he... <laughs> I'll t- well, I'm going to tell you my week about Drake. right? So I, I meet Drake the first day. Paul introduces me to him. Everything's good. He's P1 in practice. Got us covered. He seeds first. I seed second. He's got me covered. I mean like three tenths or something. It was crazy. He rebuilt his whole car. Mm-hmm. Like completely changed everything. Yep. Went through the first qualifier. Won it. Wasn't good enough. Changed it all a different way, put a different body on it. Did I mean complete? I might have been a different car. He's he's like literally, it's not even the same car. Different body, different everything. Runs the second qualifier. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So so he, yeah. the third round completely changes the whole car. Yeah. And I'm like, my stuff was so close. I I seriously wouldn't even do a turn in the shot collar. I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even do a, sh- a, a turn, a half a turn. I, I like literally marked the shot collars to make sure they never got turned never because I yeah. felt so good about my stuff. And here he is, faster than me, wholesaling his car that, that, yeah. after every session. So then we get up there for the feature, and his pig guy has a whole tote, and yeah, I'm sure you all saw it. <laughs> saw he it goes you know. around, does like five feet. Oh, no. No, that's it. Pit guy's taken off the right yeah. rear. He's adjusting the diff thirty seconds before the green flag.
0: Yeah, puts the right rear back on. It.
1: But yeah, puts the body on, and I'm just like, you're. I'm like a very like. I have to touch, feel. I have to do it right. Like it's all me. Like this. His pit guy. Not a random guy to him, but a random guy to me. It's just cranking a two millimeter wrench in his differential 30 seconds. And then he just like pulls out. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I was just like, This guy's insane. Like, I am, I was, I'm not content. You're never content. But he definitely was not even close to content. And he was was so fast.
0: And I don't don't even know how
1: he can get his car like that. Like, I don't, I have no idea
0: his setups I, I i was able to get one um
1: what does that mean you were able to get one or you just got like a super zoom lens on your camera and just take no, a picture i got i got i got a drake setup here i, I did i did i, I no he was cool on my phone. i will say Drake. he literally sat his car down without a body on it and said you can look at it yeah wh- but which way is
0: way unconventional
1: yeah, yeah, he, he so says he, that because your because you're like, what is this guy doing? And then it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I you know, I don't even know if I had a whole day, I don't even know if I could get my car to drive like that.
0: No, no, the way he had that thing set up and the way he'd send it into the corner, I mean, he was. It, I was watching him and then I was trying, I was kind of far away, but I was watching him on the driver's stand to see when he was like, if he was using yeah. brake setting in the corner and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know how that kid wheels that car, um, with, the, I, with the I mean, it, obviously yeah. he
1: had a big motor in it. Um, Yeah. and he used all of it. I will tell you that. Um, yeah. and he, yeah, I mean, he'll tell you what, I mean, he, he had like a, a seven, five or something. I mean, he was telling everyone what it was and yeah. I mean I had a 10.5 in mind that was turned down to 90, and, and uh, so I, was, I practiced at 90. This is how crazy I am. Practiced at 90. For seating, I was feeling good about things, so I bumped it up to 91. For I went back down to 90, and then I raced the feature at 92. Wow. That, I wow. mean – like <laughs> does it does it even make a difference? I don't know, but like that's just like you're always it's, like tinkering. You're always trying to get yeah. something. So it, Dude, it I ran was, a ten uh,
0: five, and I had to turn my stuff. Jason made me turn my stuff down to like forty percent because I couldn't even get the car on yeah. the
1: straightaway. Um, I feel like if I knew more about the like, I didn't run any like drag brake. I don't know how to set any of that. So like I, you know, you saw my car like it was just smooth yeah. like it ran like an asphalt car, and I just kind of yeah. drove around people. I stalked them long enough to. To pounce and um, he made a mistake, went high. I got underneath him. He had some trouble. I won. Um, SC mod. I'm I'm still dizzy, spinning around in circles from that. <laughs> that was crazy because I had been on a freshly groomed track all week, yeah. And then you roll out there for the feature, and it's got one groove yeah. tacked up. Never yeah. seen anything like it. Car wasn't even close. Fell. Like I let myself down, and yeah. that's just how crazy it was. And I thought I had an advantage going into B mod. I was like, "Oh, I, I've already won. Like yeah. there's no pressure." Man, we dropped the rag, and it was like, "Yeah, oh boy, hang uh, on well, to it here."
0: Well, and the minute you got out of that groove, right? All oh that yeah, stuff it was would come so back bad, in and it was terrible. You just could not regain yeah. control.
1: Were you guys on the um de was super softs? Yes. Gotcha. So uh, I couldn't get d wheels. Like I, I had ordered them through A Main. I think they're still on back order. Couldn't get any. And I was sitting there building my car at Murphy's and um Yeah, you know, he kinda jokingly was like, Hey you get any get any wheels yet? Wheels and tires? I'm like, no I haven't got any like they're on back order. And he like fumbles around in his closet and he's like Here are some tires and I'm like, when did you race these? And he's like, Oh, you know like few years back you know they weren't in saran wrap or ziplocs or anything dude that's the sc mod tires i raced on two-year-old Seriously? de hards or softs. Wow. they yeah. were the softs. they weren't super softs they were the harder compound year old been sitting in his closet <laughs> and i kid you not that is what i raced on so all of that every what wow. anyone can say that is what I did. Now, I you know, I prepped them and, and sure. baked some heat into them, but still, like, I'm very particular on having brand new tires that were just made because they still have the oils in them. Oh, um, man, when I got these tires, I mean, they were rocks. I bet. And, I bet. And that is seriously what I would have drove on, and they were fine all week until the feature when you needed the grip, and I was skating so bad because I was on year-old tires it's um, good. I wish I would have known that I had so many, isn't that crazy? And tires, I mean, DE yeah. was like across the street from, yeah. from us and they had tires and I don't want to say that I couldn't get tires, but that they were already mounted and you know, my dog does a good job and I was just yeah. out there having fun at first and then turns into this whole debacle and I'm running good and whatnot, but that is the craziest thing You'll probably hear from anyone is that I was on two-year-old two-year-old de <laughs> tires that were ho- the, the I think it's the softs. It's, it's, yeah. I, it's either like super soft or soft. It was the soft compound ones. So, so it would have been the D 40 So if guy. you want to feel better about yourself,
0: <laughs> no, you just make me feel worse. I <laughs> yeah.
1: got housed,
0: I got housed by two-year-old uh, rocks that Justin was running on. So I got, the
1: whole drive home, I'm like, I should have gotten super soft. <laughs> for, for my mod for the feature yeah, because it was one groove. Um, so enjoy that. Then. You can you can go to bed tonight knowing that tires don't mean anything, apparently.
0: Hell no. After Chili Bowl, I was looking for a, a tall tree and a short rope because I, I suck so bad <laughs> in street stock. I mean... And that's what I was like. I was like half tempted to just bring my car over to you and say, hey, Justin, just look at this thing and tell me what the hell I'm doing wrong. <laughs> you probably would have told me it was talent. No,
1: yeah, I mean, I've... I've I just like Drake. I have different philosophies than a lot of people. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's what's interesting is about racing in general. Is there's you know fifty different ways to get to the checkered flag, and all fifty of them usually work. Um, mm-hmm. My philosophy is is a lot different than a lot of people's. Um, and actually, I, the SC mod was kind of my setup, and the street stock setup was kind of Will's um, you know baseline whatever i mean it's just kind of his springs and whatnot mm-hmm. um but it, it was two different you know philosophies and, and his was you know super good i mean he kind of told me what to do to it and i you know put the springs on i was like you know whatever just because after practice day i was like so bad that i didn't yeah. even know what to do so um you know what i thought was interesting was that everyone ran a lot of droop in their shocks um mm-hmm. or at least they guys that were you know me and drake and all the good guys um yeah and and the super street stuff you know i'm i'm slammed like the chassis is as low as it can go you're limiting body roll you're mounting the body a certain way so um def- definitely different like with how little the cars are and and the ways to get speed out of it so it was yeah it was a learning experience i had fun it was i you're mean, gonna do I, it again uh i mean it's the age-old question isn't it i feel like everyone mm. goes out there and they're like oh, are you gonna do it again so i gotta you got here. one
0: driller i mean you got to defend that title drake can't drake can't you know i think and he's street got street street he's got oh. two in street stock he's got two no. drillers
1: no no they, there's no street stocks in my future um you know i, I'm, you know, I think the wingless class looks fun um yeah. like i said i They don't run around here, but um, I think it looks fun. I mean, late model, obviously. I mean, they all look fun. Just um, yeah, I think I think like right, there's street stock and B mod. That's like your beginner. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. Classes, right? Then once you like get that out of the way, I think wingless and A mod are kind of like the next stepping stones. I mean, there's some good wingless guys, um, but that kind of seems to be like. You know, that there's people running B mod and street stocks, and then there's people running A mods and Wingless, yeah. and then there's people running, you know, late models and sprints and Midwest. So um I think the next step would be A mod and wingless. I I mean, wh- what's your opinion?
0: Yeah, I I would agree with you. I mean, you know, the thing is when you move up to that A mod now you're building you know, you're building a purpose-built chassis.
1: Yeah. And
0: for guys like you and me who love adjustments, that's where we get it from. Yeah. Um, we can really start to play with that rear toe and, you know, adjustable arms and, and all that fun stuff.
1: Oh, I had, a, um, I had plenty of adjustment on rear toe with my x-ray. So.
0: I know. And I'm so jealous <laughs> of that. Jason and I were like,
1: would you look at this? You know, Yeah. Um, everyone that looked at my car was like, no, no, right? no. Like, what'd you do? And those
0: are pieces you grab right out of the box.
1: Yeah, the only difference is we all know when you build an associated, you have the pills that you put in the rear arm, right? You, there's the pills. That's how you get your toe and associated stuff. It's the pills in the rear end. Well, an X-ray has pills in the hub carriers. Yeah. So if you can get three degrees of toe on the inside of your arm, you know where the you know transmission is. Well, I can get another three on the outside so it's actually six and that's pretty much the only reason i bought the car is because it had adjustable hub carriers that were just pills that came with it and i could get way more rear toe than anyone else out there except anyone else that had an x-ray which i know scott Earhart, um Mm -hmm. he was good he made both features just like me had the same x-ray cars actually I copied his street stock that he finished third there with last year. And that's the car that won. So um, that's the benefit of running x-rays adjustability. I mean, they have like five different hardness levels of every part. Like I was talking to you guys, like the A-arms and shock towers, and there's different like plastic hardnesses and, yeah. I, I don't, That's way too much for me. I it's mean, that's way technical. That's, yeah. yeah. it's spinning a lot of gears, but you know, I know more rear toe on the left rear is going to get you into the corner. Um, oh. And so that's really, and, and then, you know, you buy the car and, and the quality is just unbelievable. I mean, yeah. every screw that you turn in, it it doesn't just keep screwing like it tightens, you know? And right. I think when you put like a, a slash together and associated, you can, you know, sit there and you're just cranking forever. And you're like, is it tight yet? Well, it's, yeah. it's just stripped out and it is what it is. And yeah. you go racing every single nut and bolt, like just unbelievable quality. Um, so much so I wish they would sponsor me. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know who even owns fan. x-ray, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, I don't need sponsored, but Um, and I probably, again, I'll probably never run the classes again, so it doesn't even matter to me now, but, um, yeah, just, just awesome cars. I mean, it. I know they're pricey. Um, and you know, I, I think where you get into it is like, so for me, um, a lot of the parts, like replacement parts are very expensive. Um, and you know, my biggest struggle taking these x-rays to chili bowl was that no one else was going to have the parts for them so i was really worried that you know everyone's associate i mean i would say 95 percent of everyone is an Easy. associate is that yeah, right
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: so you know i'm taking these foreign cars uh, literally foreign i mean they're yeah. european cars out there um that no one really has parts for and i didn't want to put myself in that position so i just ordered two car kits mm-hmm. i ordered two street stock kits yep. and i ordered because it was actually cheaper than buying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, half of the parts for the car. So I actually went out there with four car kits, two assembled, two unassembled, and I actually never broke anything. Um, yeah. the only thing I would really need would be like a shim that I dropped or, you know, an O ring that I, you know, dropped during my you know, severe mechanical servicing <laughs> process. My, you know, my very Intense. strict regimen, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, clean the CV joints, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I need the differential perfect and, yeah. you know, Um, No, so I went out there with four kits, and that sounds crazy, but it was actually cheaper. And I was looking ahead, and and I mean, someone like me, I I probably need a tow link here and there. I mean, you'd probably benefit because you need the whole chassis when you bend one. So, (laughs) so (laughs) I'm just joking. Um, It's true. I bounced my car. (laughs) You want to know something? Something crazy is that you know the B mods are super torquey, like a lot of motor. You had metal metal diff metal Mm -hmm. gears in your diff everything yeah Yeah. plastic stock ones
0: see that's such baloney
1: i had this every gear in the transmission was the plastic one it came with i mean they're plastic internal diff gears literally everything even so much my street stock it just had the i don't know how much the ceramic ball diffs but you always see like ceramic ball diff balls like it was just the ones that came in the kit I mean, I didn't have any like titanium on anything. I, it was literally just the kit. The only thing yeah. I did was put Proline springs on it because I know the spring rates and it's what I run on the sh- Super Street stuff. Yep. And that was it. So you know, everyone over here is like, you know, grinding metal and their associated stuff, and I'm yeah. like, well, I just, I don't I went know. My
0: diff like like four times. That's on crazy. The I week. never. Well, yeah, you have to.
1: Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I um, I opened it up for the first time. Um, yeah, because there was nothing wrong with it, and I'm like, "What well, spins free?" So, yeah, can you believe that? So I had uh, two-year-old D tires, plastic gear diff, <laughs> and homie uh, just ran, just built a car out of
0: a kit, and said, "Yep, I'm gonna go get me a driller."
1: Whole lot of hope, and <laughs> yeah, uh, it yeah I got there. The only thing that kind of steers me off, and I'm sure you notice this as well, is that the size difference from the street stock to the SC mod. It's crazy. And I don't, that's kind of what steers me away from SC mod is because everything else is buggy based and it's kind of the same. Yeah. And when you would roll out there in SC mod, yeah, it was just like, wow, this thing is huge and it's lazy and takes up the track and spongy. Yeah. And it takes us up so much that like, I kind of struggled going back and forth.
0: I, I, I loved my SC mod that, I mean, not only because it would yeah. actually turn, but you just know,
1: smoother, like yeah, it's like, Bigger, it's smoother, and yeah.
0: And those things would snort too. I mean, I ran a I ran a five zero uh, motive in my car, and um, you know I had plenty of smoke all week long. I mean, I had it turned down quite a bit just because lack of talent, really? but yeah. And
1: so uh, I had on my SC mod, I had everything at a hundred dual rate, hundred. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, I was maxing everything out, and then you know on my street stock, I'm down to, like forty on the dual rate, and like. Yeah. 91 through 93 on the <laughs> yeah on everything else So, happens. but
0: well we had we you know the scb mod we really had we were blessed because we were coming out off a of track rebuild and yeah. there wasn't a groove yet you know so we were helping develop that and we could really you could almost put the car wherever you wanted at that point yeah and and get it around the track um but yeah it's interesting you say that about you know i so my buggy my street stock i ran an sr10 so i bought an sr 10 we had that we had at our uh at our local at Chili Bowl. Yeah.
1: Is yeah the sr 10s like the pre-built one or what is that yeah
0: it, it's the ready to run we did an enduro um it was like 200 lap enduro and we had like 200 cars and it literally just destroyed in fact I don't
1: think I you like one he like destroyed oh. the field or like destroyed oh, the car no, I no, destroyed, destroyed the oh, car this is, this is the body
0: oh wow um yeah, so just totally destroyed it. And I'm like, screw it. I'm going to send it. I'm going to bring it to Chili Bowl. So that sr 10 had all 6.3 arms on it. I completely converted the thing over. Um, new C&D blocks, went through the diff, all metal gears. Really spent a lot of time on this thing. Ran the new uh, associated 13-millimeter shocks. um and what huh. was cool on it, I ran drag mounts, so I didn't need any shock limiters. It brought my ride heights down ex- almost exactly where I wanted them.
1: So know, the, the uh, sr 10 it's associated?
0: Yeah. yeah and it's, an it's associated. rear
1: it's motor, obviously, based on yeah. what you just said?
0: Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, so they're going to be, uh, I guess.
1: Yeah, for- I don't know uh, much about yeah. anything. I'm just excited I just... about that
0: x-ray. I'm like, <laughs> i of going to go home and tell my wife, hey, this is what's happening.
2: I'm going to order this.
1: Are you not home right now? <laughs>
2: no. No. You're at the, I,
1: what are you, you're the recording studio? Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm yeah. in the studio I'm, and he's at I work. Got, yeah, I'm a uh, music
0: man too. so I, like to I
1: like, mean, the x-ray is not going to solve all your problems. I mean, it's still a car <laughs> that you have to you, like –
0: Can you just maybe bottle up some talent and send it my way? Well, you know? no. Well, I just
1: meant like if, if you're struggling, or, like there's so many more avenues to go to than just – flailing money at an x-ray and and yeah. it is what it is
0: why well, I, I scale my cars all the time
1: see i want to know where my i didn't sits, uh right? i i guess i get scaling but i never never scaled a car all week
0: really yeah you once you got it set you don't well yeah
1: like but yeah. <laughs> the first time i scaled them was when i was at home when i was like well i i gotta see what's going on here and just mm-hmm. you know wrote down every single measurement and did the whole deal um scales are helpful um mm-hmm. I, I do think that you know, seeing, seeing visually what you're doing to the car and, and you can just see the percentage drop. Um, it, yeah, it's helpful.
0: I needed my scales during the week cause I got caught with a, uh, left brass weight in the left rear.
1: Yeah. They were, they were taking them off that, you know, if you bought an x-ray, you wouldn't have to put any of that stuff on.
0: I know. See, I should <laughs> talk to you. You before, actually
1: save money in the long run cause you don't have to put option parts on.
0: That's what I mean. That's what I'm getting at. You know, how you, know many parts and, got
1: on you know, what's crazy is, uh, Dan, um, trimber. Yep he was at Murph dogs and I was putting these x-rays together and obviously he's, you know, he's a shoe, he can wheel and yeah. his cars are usually pretty good. I mean, he brought out this associated he had and, uh, you know, just for respect of him, I don't want to t- say much about his car or whatnot. Um, but I mean, it, it probably had a thousand dollars worth of, worth of option parts on it. And I yeah. was just like, I'm in trouble. I felt like I was like, at yeah. that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I just bought a kit and I'm expected to go out there and I don't know what any of these, well, I mean, one guy's got lights on his car. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, cool. And All I'm right. just like, I was like panicking. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he showed me his car and it's got brass and this and that. I'm like, you know, I hear he ran second last year. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like, and so yeah, expectations definitely shifted throughout the week. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even really think about winning till saturday like i i come on man you were like no like you and jason came over like wednesday and you're like here they're uh here they're engraving your names on the drillers right now i'm like what are you talking about like what i i don't i was just like focused on that day that CV joint, like that yeah, spur gear.
0: Yeah, that I'm like TV so gear.
1: that you like, I never even think about it. Like, I never even, you know, you sit, you know, I go to Murph Dogs Track and it's like, you know, you see it sitting there and you're like, yeah. wow, you know, you're, you're yeah. like the kid that just went into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. You're like, wow, like that's a, that's a trailer, you know? And that's what yeah. brought me there. And then here I am with one sitting next to me and it's just, I, I, I even think about it. You don't even th- I never even thought about the possibility of me winning until Saturday morning. And yeah. um yeah, just I again like all the people that that helped me, like gave me advice and um you know, humbled me throughout the week and and um I and I think that's what's cool about it, but kind of circling back um to close the loop on like you taking away so much from the race. Just by talking to people, like, even like, you know, I feel like I learned stuff from you guys and you guys, you probably feel like you learned so much more from me. And it was a three to five minute conversation. And I was just telling you what bearings to run.
0: Jason and I head over there. We start talking about stuff.
1: It, it was. It, it, this was at the beginning of the controversy <laughs> of the chili bowl. I mean, they were just going over to poke the bear. and yeah,
0: we were poking, but dudes, like, check me out, man. You want to come and you wanna you wanna do some club racing with me? In a slash, you won't beat me.
2: I'm like, come on, man.
1: Anyway, and the crazy like, part about it is, none of what I said is like. Like, I don't like none of it's cheating. Like, I don't do anything illegal on any of my cars. I am not smart enough to do whatever they do with motors. It's all like that we're exploiting. Like, I just exploit and find Mm -hmm. the best.
0: But a lot of it, a lot of what we discussed was a lot of stuff that, you know, you really took away from what you do in your professional life.
1: No, that's, you know, that's what it all circles simple
0: concepts, right? Mm -hmm. We, we, you know, we talked about. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense, and then you know Justin pulls open a drawer and says, "Here you want to do this with this, and look at this and check this thing out like spin this one, spin that one and and tell me what you think so it was it, it, yeah you, you put in the work dude and, that, and that's mm-hmm. what I you mm-hmm. know obviously you deserve a lot of respect not only because you got that driller um your first time ever there, but to understand how you got to that point and i and I just want to stress that i can't I really can't stress it enough because you know we, we we unfortunately encountered you know some trash talk or whatever and and I want to I want to get that off the, you know the people are out of people's minds in the sense that you know you, you put in the work and you've done not only the research you've worked hard at it right you you apply a, in your words 110% effort and you really leave nothing to chance I mean the fact that you're cracking open, you know, changing a an pinion and a spur gear after every run, you're making sure that that mechanical component will not fail and hurt you. Um, and, you know, I, I went out and saw so many times mechanical failures, you know, like Jason brought it up last week in the show. He says, you know, a guy would go out and his wheel would fall off. Like, how does that happen? You're not you nothing. bolting you your You have car.
1: 15 hours to sit there. Right. Like, yeah, I- And even, even so much of the details, you know, I'm, I'm, I would uh, cut out vinyl strips. I'd put the special wax on my body, and then I would take rubbing alcohol right where the body post hole is, and I'd rub around that body post hole and clean it off. And I had these vinyl strips. I'd put the body clip on, and I would tape down both sides of the body clip and then take a heat gun and really heat up the vinyl so it really attached and surrounded itself around the body clip. And so many people would look at my car up there in staging, they're like, wow that's so smart and it's, it's such a simple thing and mm-hmm. and that's really what racing is all about you're never gonna find that one big trick thing maybe in once in a blue moon but yeah. if there's 10 to 20 things small things i can do it adds up to a big a big gain and, and that's what we fight on the cup side right like yeah. we all have the same car at this point but we're all racers and you all try to do something that you know you're maybe not supposed to do and and try to exploit areas well it's not going to be big it's, it's all little stuff and 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 that's what i do with the slash stuff and um that's why owning a track um i've gotten to write the rule book for my track and um <laughs> i think when the rule book is published a lot of people are going to be like what is what does that mean and i'm going to be like well yeah. i know what it means yeah. or i'm going to give people ideas based off of it i don't even remember what i told you um don't we won't
0: we won't repeat it
1: but uh it's uh, in here yeah you're welcome and nothing i do is is crazy it's it's just um just finding the best products and putting them in and then and then doing little things here and there to, to help it out so i guarantee you um i mean i love love rc racing love the hobby um i i put more work, more effort, more time in than, than anyone else out there. I mean, I, I feel like I really did my homework. And again, I had some, I was blessed to have a lot of really close friends that, um, you know, are in my contacts and, and that, you know, I live five miles from, I mean, you know, when you're asking Max and Murph dog questions, you know, it's, you're probably got pretty good advice. So, um, I do feel like I put a lot into it. I, I feel like it's almost draining how much you can put into it, um, Mm -hmm. to compete at that level at an RC street stock race. Um, but I mean, it, it's my hobby. Like, Mm -hmm. right. I mean, some people don't understand it. Uh, I don't really think my wife does. She calls them baby cars. She, uh, she's like, Oh, you're going to go race your baby cars. Like whatever. And, um, you know, what's funny is, uh, you know, she was at that, bachelorette party i was telling you about yeah. and you know there's you know 15 20 girls in their mid 20s um in palm beach with the rc chili bowl on their tv watching oh. the features <laughs> like yeah watching the baby cars race um yeah. just from that like you know one of the girls there was like oh like you know my um my husband you know races dirt cars and, and then it all you know it starts you know, you always, it's a small world and we all know that. So, um, yeah, I, I, hopefully I can come, come race in y'all's basement sometime. I'm not quite a one RC shoe. Um, you know, I, I really, you know, every track owner that has a clean slate. I feel like you just want every groove to be exactly the same speed, um, which is impossible. Um, but you know, I have this, this deal in my mind that you know i'm gonna work hard on on really making it not just follow the whiskers on the bottom you know i I want Mm -hmm, something that mm -hmm. that is just like wow like you know it's pretty racy so i've always run really flat like chili bowl was as most as banking i've ever seen so i mean obviously i run big car stuff at all kinds of crazy places like bristol and whatever (laughs) but um i i think you know, having a multi-groove track that like really lines up and, you know, maybe the top's a little slower, but after five laps, you can get momentum built up. Like, yep. I think that'd be fun. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a dream or not, but, um, I, I like, I have a clean slate. I have a few acres of property and I can do whatever I want. And I have some of the best people in dirt over racing around me, supporting me. So I, you know, I definitely want to make it right and make it fun. And, and, uh, yeah, hopefully I can like put on a, a bigger race and do something cool.
0: Yeah, and I think you're hitting it too with the with the charity side of things, you know. Um we always want to give back to the community, um charities of our choice and you know, if you've got that mindset, right, of not only giving to charity but also, you know, you're just looking at supporting the hobby. I think that's that, that's really big, you know, because there's so many people that do the, you know, I don't want to say this hobby particularly, but you know, there's not enough philanthropy going on. Um, and so the, if you guys, if you can get <clears throat> some of that
2: celebrity power and get back to a, a charity, that's, that's super awesome. It's, it's cool. What you said about charities, just like Ryan said. And um, so that's, that's cool that you're looking that direction. Cause I think that's where the hobby can really thrive. Right. I mean, money races. Mm, okay. Chili bowl show RC chili bowl shows. You don't have to have a money race for the hobby to, to really have an, a, a big event, you know, a star studded event. So obviously thinking uh, Justin Haley for joining us tonight. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's, it's been it's a pleasure. Been I appreciate you guys having me on and kind of sharing my story. I know a lot of people, especially in the RC industry, don't quite know what I'm about or, you know, I kind of just showed up to Chili Bowl and knocked the doors down to, to the whole place and um, you know, came in screaming, but um, yeah, I definitely appreciate you having me on I think it's awesome what you're doing here. Hopefully we can do something and, and connect our worlds with my track and hopefully see you guys next year at the Chili Bowl.
0: Um, yeah, I think it was really important not only to get you on and, you know, you got, you got that driller, buddy, which was so yeah. cool to see you win that. I mean, you were smooth and consistent all week, uh, but you did it the right way. Uh, that story was important to, to tell um, and just commend you for, for all of your efforts. And, you know, uh, you know we wish you a uh, fantastic season. You got coming up. I'm gonna be. It's fun now because I, I I drifted away from NASCAR for a while, but now I got somebody I can root for that that I really I really believe in. Um, so it's gonna be great to see you out with RWR this year and and kicking some tail. Um, you got the yeah. right group to do it with. So
1: by by um, the time this comes out, I'd already have ran uh ran or flown to LA, ran the Clash and yeah. whatever happened out there happened and uh now you guys are hearing it on monday so it's just
2: a great show and we hope you enjoy it we'll see you next time
1: thank you for
0: listening to the rc underground radio podcast be sure to like subscribe and tell your fellow racers about the show tune in again next week for more
1: rc content